0: Our first reading is found in Psalm 122. That is on page 622 of the Church Bibles. Psalm 122. I rejoiced with those who said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing in your gates, Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built like a city that is closely compacted together. That is where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to praise the name of the Lord according to the statute given to Israel. There stand the thrones for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem may those who love you be secure. May there be peace within your walls and security within your citadels. For the sake of my family and friends, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your prosperity. It's the word of the Lord.
1: Normally, our, Bar- our readings are done from NIV, but Barney's going to read from what we use in the children's work, which is NIRV. It's not that different, but that's the version he's reading from now.
2: Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for a Passover feast. When Jesus was 12 years old, they went f- f- to, up to the feast as usual. After the feast was over, his parents left to go back home. The boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were not aware of it. They thought he was somewhere in their group, so they travelled on for a day. Then they began to look for for him among their relatives and friends. They did not find him. They went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courtyard. He was sitting... With the teachers, he was listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at how much he understood. They were also amazed at his answers. When his parents saw him, they were amazed. His mother said to him, "'Son, why have you treated us like this? "'Your father and I have been worried about you. "'We have been looking for you everywhere.'" Why were you looking for me? He said. He asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they had. But they did not understand what he meant by that. Then he went back to Nazareth with them. They. They then. And he obeyed them. But his mother kept all these things like a secret treasure in her heart. Jesus became wiser and stronger. He also became more and more ple- more and more pleasing to God and to people.
1: Jenny is now going to come up with the sermon. second <laughs> doesn't work okay you'll just have to imagine this now then but i spent last not the week the week before last traveling around with my home with me so i did a cycle tour of france with my family i had my bike i had four panniers that was it everything i needed everything I was just on the bike um so we obviously had to cut back on the kind of home comforts we might normally have at home because we had to Um so we you know had to think about what we really and then obviously leave everything else in the house. So we took all the basic things we needed like sleeping bag, tents, clothes, um, some cooking stuff, maps and money so fine space for a few small extras. Things that we felt were home comforts that we really, really needed even though they weren't perhaps essential. Um, so next there would be a lovely slide here of um, what was a coffee bag. So for those of you have something a bit nicer than Instant, you can buy these things that look like tea bags that have real coffee in them that taste a bit more like filter coffee. I appreciate they're not quite the same as really nice coffee, but they are an improvement on Instant. So we took some of those, because I was like, I really would like some nice coffee. Um, and also, um, my kids took a lot of cuddly toys, because obviously they are essential items <laughs> that you must take with you where you go. Um, and But, you know, arguably they're not quite as necessary as a tent, for example. But they provide that sense of security, don't they? They provide that sense of being at home. Um, So, what's this got to do with our reading, in particular with that psalm that Ellen read, Psalm 122? Um, It's generally a psalm about pilgrimage. So, it's about leaving home and travelling to a place of. house. The second verse has got this sense of wonder arriving. Our feet are standing in your gates, Jerusalem. The next three verses, when I was reading them, sounded to me almost like an excited tourist turning up somewhere that they've like heard about and read about in the guidebook, and suddenly they're like there, and they're like, oh my goodness, it's like a city. That's where the tribes come up to visit. Oh, there's the thrones where David's house sits in judgment. And it's all like really exciting, and they're very keen to be Bothered at points, probably, if they were feeling a bit down. But, you know, they've eventually arrived, and here they are in Jerusalem, and it's like God's house, and it's all very exciting. Um, But also, I suspect people who were pilgriming to Jerusalem at that time would have been full of awe and wonder, because actually, in the Old Testament, Jerusalem and the house of the Lord were where God dwelt in a very particular way. So, if we go back to the book of Exodus, right near the Rich tent, not like a little piddly thing, um, but it did also need to be portable because at this point they were wandering in the wilderness. Um, later on, though, they get—you know—they come into the promised land. They get cities, they settle down, and they build this temple in Jerusalem, which is where God could be. With God, the one they seek, the one they rely on, the one they look to for security, the one, as we say in our creed often, who is the source of all being and life, the one for whom we exist. Which brings me back to the cycling. Because the pilgrims of the Psalm needed to go to Jerusalem to meet God. Unlike when they were wandering in the desert, the sacred place where God dwelt was not portable. It was now in the temple in Jerusalem. And as we see from our second reading, families like Passover. But this isn't how it works for us. There isn't one place where we must go where God dwells particularly. That's not to say that there aren't sacred spaces like churches or other places that are particularly meaningful to us and where we can find God in special ways. I mean, church for me provides an anchor, it's a really special place to meet with God. But I also hope and expect to find God with me throughout the week. I can take God with me out into the world like I can take some home comforts with me out on a bike tour around France. While we we're away cycling, I missed two Sundays of church, which were Pentecost Sunday and Trinity Sunday here. They're both in the church calendar as reminders that God has stepped into our world to draw us close to him. There are times when we can remember that God is not just holy creator, but also at work in the world. At Pentecost, we reflect on how ways. Us to take God with us when we're not in those special places. Just as the cuddly toys provided a comforting link with home for my children on holiday, we need things that help us to link to God when we're out and about in our daily lives. So I've got some suggestions, though I'm sure you all have your own thoughts and ideas as well, but one way to be reminded of God's presence is through physical items that represent him. crosses that are designed to fit in your hand and you can hold them while you pray and things so that's hey, hey fabulous we have an example a real life one excellent so yes um physical things that can help remind us of god's presence so something like that or uh, a picture or a bible verse and i'm sure there's all sorts of things people have used any ob- object that can remind us of god's presence alternatively there are things that maybe aren't physical but that we can carry in our heads maybe we can memorize a bible verse or sing a worship song, um, or even just say a short prayer asking God to be with us, remembering that he is here with us wherever we are. And they're all ways of connecting with God when we're not in specifically sacred settings. And when we use those connections, rather than having to battle on through or hang in there in the places we are, rather like me perhaps without my real coffee in the morning on holiday, we give God an opportunity to help us. We open ourselves up to experience his presence, his love and his peace. We can grow in faith and in the depth and security of our relationship with him. So at the end of the service, I hope, (laughs) we normally do, say a blessing as we go out into the world, asking God to be with us as we leave this place. But before that, I thought it might be nice to finish with just a moment of prayer um, to ask for God's help to find ways of connecting with him when we are not in A particular church setting. So let us pray. Father God, we know that you go with us wherever we go, that your spirit is with us when we're in difficult situations, when we want to share your love with those around us, or when we're enjoying life and the blessings that you've given us. Show us this week how we can remember that you are there, how we can turn to you and know your presence with us so that we may live out lives that glorify you.